Blog Talk Radio. To the west and to the east, you can turn. I feel kind of like my skin's exposed. I eat your skin. No! No! Oh! I have no no lipstick on. I feel like I'm all exposed. My skin here. It's really dark out. It's 2 a.m. here on the East Coast. What's better time than to do the Godzilla Challenge? Yes, the movies, plural of Godzilla, as I scrape my talons along the white marble coffin that I just came out of once again to bring you the show. This is Miss X, Night Owls Radio. If you want to be a guest on tonight's show, then you need to dial West of Maine, 646. Six five seven three eight three thirteen fifty seven. That's six five seven three eight three thirteen fifty seven. One three five seven. So, I was recently challenged by one of my darling, darling, darling fans to figure out Godzilla because I was talking on the show some weeks ago. But I've never understood what the God, not only have I never understood what this Godzilla movies are about that I've watched since I was about six years old, probably the first time I ever saw a Godzilla movie, black and white, Superhost, Cleveland, Ohio. Thank you, Superhost. Rest in peace. We have an interview with Superhost 
right on blogtalkradio.com. Miss X, that's blogtalkradio.com. Miss X, the great super host. Used to show consumer movies every Saturday afternoon. So, I watch these movies. I still don't understand what they're about. I just know that Mothra was my favorite. Mothra! That's Gamma. This Gamma theme song. I didn't even know who Gamma was, or maybe I just didn't remember until I became an adult and went on a TV show, cable TV show, and they were talking about Mothra. So they're mostly all black and white, gray, grayish black and white movies. And then they came out in color. Woo! I remember the Mothra one in color. I've never understood the women who are singing. like I do at the beginning of the show, singing the eggs to hatch. Never understood that, but they sing and then these eggs hatch. So uh, my only knowledge of Godzilla and Godzilla movies is like pieced together, little pieces here and there, and all the pieces don't come together, and they don't make any sense. Not to Miss X. I know they make sense to you, but they don't make sense to me. And by the way, if you did tune in earlier, I'm so sorry, so sorry that we had the show scheduled for 11 p.m. And as usual, I laid down and had the first sleep that I've had in months. That's another story that you probably don't have time to hear tonight because we only have a 15-minute show tonight, but I might make it 30 minutes because... Miss X in Maine, Miss X recently relocated to Maine, and I'm telling you, I have not had any sleep before today in at least a month. You know, two hours, three hours of sleep, five hours of sleep. For months and months, this has gone on. So, I'm so sorry that I wasn't here at 11 p.m., and green-faced Frankensteins of the world were not here. And the brown monsters, the oranges weren't here to do the show. So they didn't step in for me. So I'm so sorry. So sorry. But we're doing it now. Yep. Gohira. I don't know who Gohira is. You'll have to explain it to me. We'll have to do another show when we have more time to fully explain because I have not watched a day's worth of Godzilla films as it was suggested that I do. Oh, I know, I know, I know, I know. Shame on me. I accepted the challenge to watch a day's worth of Godzilla films. Haven't done it yet. Oh, I accept the challenge. Woo! I accept the challenge, though. Yes. Yeah. I've accepted the challenge. I've watched maybe a few minutes so far. I've done a little research. It seems that Godzilla was created as half lizard, half dragony monster, because, you know, he's a dragon, right? Because he spews out fire. I got that far. Because when you're a little kid, all you see is this noise. It sounds like a piece of metal being crushed. That's Godzilla's noise. That's what it sounded like to me. And you see this stuff coming out of his mouth that doesn't really look like fire, but is fire. So apparently he's like a hybrid monster dragon thing that lives in the oceans of the world and lives specifically in Japan. And this was done 
Godzilla was created at the time of nuclear disasters. So it was excellent film work by the Japanese who made and created this movie. Some of it seems to be based on myth. Okay? Maybe that's why I'm so confused. So confused. I feel like I'm back in the 1970s in some black and white gray world where there's Godzilla movies. But those two women that sing the eggs that I was talking about earlier, apparently it's a Native American Pueblo thing called Toho. Toho. T-O-H-O. And Toho is also mentioned when we discuss the women who mysteriously sing the Mothra eggs to hatch. And they just pop up in the Godzilla movies like out of nowhere. I truly, truly do not understand. And I want to understand, and I'm trying to understand, and I'm sure that you probably understand. Those of you that have watched Godzilla movies, you're like big experts on Godzilla. Toho is a hunter kachina for the Hopi and Zuni tribes, according to Wikipedia. Okay? But Toho was also mentioned in Japan, or at least in the Japanese movies, referrals to Godzilla and the Godzilla chain of movies because Godzilla comes and at the time of the nuclear age he becomes huge because of the nuclear radiation and it comes out of the ocean in Japan and in the later movies he starts fighting all these other creatures that apparently exist. Do they just exist in Japan though? Is Mothra and Gamera and Gohira and all of these big, huge insects like Mothra that's a moth, duh. And my favorite, Rodan. Why is he called Rodan? I don't know. He's a pterodactyl, a.k.a. a huge, big bird. Maybe this guy can explain to us a little bit more about it since Miss X isn't cheating and hasn't watched all the movies yet. All part I watched is where the, the military in Japan apparently it was a military force, was attacking Godzilla as he came and was destroying the city and stepping on it. And why is Godzilla destroying the town? What is Godzilla mad about in all these movies? We know that he came from the nuclear radiation, but why is he destroying all of the people in their town? And this guy's talking about Gohira, apparently. Okay, listen up. Here's the Godzilla noise. That's it. That's all it is, just just a Godzilla noise. Not gonna help me. You're supposed to explain this to me. All he's doing is making the Godzilla noise. That's not gonna help me. Forget that. I'm on archives.org trying to figure out what's going on with Godzilla. What is Godzilla all about? And none of you are helping me. As usual, nobody's calling in. Nobody's explaining it to me. Okay, weirdo. That doesn't tell me anything about Godzilla. It's just the noise. Oh, oh, Godzilla noise. Doesn't tell me anything about Gohira. This is a book, Godzilla versus Kaiser. I guess that was a TV show. Was that the deal? Who's Ghidorah? Godzilla Final Wars, Godzilla versus Kaiser Ghidorah. Also doesn't tell me anything about Godzilla. 
These different creatures come and they fight Godzilla. For what? I don't know. And why does it launch into movies where kids, okay, so where kids are going to foreign planets and getting on a spaceship in one of the Godzilla movies, and they get helped by Gamma because what I do know is Gamma is the children's friend. Quote, he helps the children of Japan. Mothra, the big moth, has appeared in several Toho films. See, they're talking about Toho again. Toho is supposed to be some sort of myth? Okay. I just told you it was a Native American myth, and what is it doing in Japan? Well, the women are part of this Toho thing, and they're like little mythical fairies. The women that sing the Mothra eggs to awake, if they sing the Mothra eggs awake, they are fairies. Okay. From where, though? More questions than answers on tonight's show. This is what happens when you don't have the time to sit through a day's worth of Godzilla films, and you've only had five minutes to watch one. I'm rescheduling this topic for when I'm going to start tonight. Are you proud of me? When this show goes off the air in a few seconds, I'm going to sit down. This is how dedicated I am to Night Owls Radio. For all you Night Owls out there, all you Night Owls across the world, not Night Owls and Night Owls, I'm going to sit down and watch these dang movies of Godzilla and all his little offshoots, Mothra, Nadira, la 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 and la 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 until I get the answers. Some clear cut answers here, please, of what the heck these movies are about. And the fact that you watch these movies since childhood and you're half a century old and you still don't know any Japanese. You still can't speak Japanese. I was also challenged to learn at least a few words of Japanese. After watching these films, I should know at least a few words of Japanese. Mothra is a fictional monster, or Kaiyu, which I'm probably mispronouncing. And he has appeared in other movies. Okay. But he is most well known for the Godzilla franchise. Quote. This is all off of Wikipedia. It does hatch. Mothra hatches offspring, which in some cases twins, but the twin women sing the mothra eggs and then they hatch. They sing to the eggs. And they just sing in general. So why is mothra hatching twin eggs and having two twin fairy women from another otherworldly realm sing these eggs to hatch? So they hatch because the women are singing. But what does that have to do with the women being twins and the Mothra eggs being twins? Somebody going to write down all these questions for me. You need a little secretary here, man. That's right. Need a secretary. We are now in the archives. The show has now officially gone into the archives. It is beyond 15 minutes long. Nobody was listening to it live anyway. No one across the planet was listening. A lot of people may be listening in Japan right now in the archives. Maybe you can explain the Godzilla movies to me. They've been around since the 1950s. And Miss Extra, who? Miss Extra here going, 
Huh? What's it about? Huh? Mothra is a female. Okay. We know that much. Sometimes there's a male Mothra, big moth that flies around in Godzilla films. Why is it fighting Godzilla? See how much easier it is just to look up the definitions rather than sit through the actual movies? No, I'm going to sit through the actual movies. I accepted the fans' challenge to listen, not to listen, to watch all the Godzilla movies. You know, you simply could have told me what the movies were about, but no, you're going to make me sit through them all. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. The final plot line was in Godzilla versus Mothra. And Mothra's adult form was able to use energy beams of fire. Oh. I think it made a noise like that noise Mothra made. See, it's coming back to me now from the movies. I think that's the noise that Mothra made before that. And then there's this really weird creature in the movie, one of the Godzilla movies, based on Godzilla, but not Godzilla's not in the movie, is where the two little boys go to a foreign planet, some planet off in the stratosphere, and they meet this, like, hammerhead monster. Yeah. You know, I'll explain what that monster is. You have to look that one up, too. So there's apparently creatures out in outer space. That would be Gamma. And other monstery monsters out in outer space. Some of them look like hammerhead fish. Some of them look like huge pterodactyls and moths. <laughs> what a great description. Isn't this the best description of the Godzilla movies ever? Every person that's listening to this had better be keeping a copy of tonight's show and sending it off to historical places of history for in the future, we need to put this show into a time capsule to show the most wonderful description and explanation of Godzilla movies as per Miss X, given to you by your host, Miss X. Yep, this is the best explanation ever. There's all these creatures and they're all in outer space and some of them look like huge insects. And for some reason... I don't know if they're affected by radiation. Is that why they're so huge, too? And they come back to fight Godzilla, who is a dragon-like creature hybrid that lives in the oceans of Japan. But I don't know. He might live out in all the oceans. Because do you know that fish can travel? I learned this from the incredible Mr. Limpet movie. Great movie, by the way. The Incredible Mr. Limpet is a movie that will take you into another plane of existence. Underneath the water, underneath the sea has always fascinated me. Fish can swim from southern United States and swim all the way to Japan and all the way to China and all the way to Australia. So if fish do that, then obviously... So can Godzilla. But we're just going to focus on the fact that he's in Japan, in the ocean, and he's really huge and big, bigger than the tallest buildings because he's been affected by radiation. We don't know about the other animals or creatures or whatever you want to call them. We don't know about them yet. We don't know if the insects have been affected, and that's why they're so huge in the Godzilla movies. Are they fighting Godzilla for all to save all of mankind? That's still not clear to me. 
again, just many, many more questions than there are answers until I can sit down. I'm going to do it tonight and start going through all the Godzilla movies. Oh, uh, I, I won't be able to watch them all, but however many that I can watch in one day to just figure all of this out. Oh, I'm just figure it out, man. Destroy all planets. Okay, we're going to play a little clip from that for you. I think that destroy all planets is part of the Godzilla franchise, as they say. I think that's one of the Godzilla movies. Here you go. Listen up. Destroy all planets. Yeah, it's like, it looks like the same kid that was in the other Godzilla movie in Japan, and he goes off with his friend in this spaceship that lands on Earth. But this one is a Boy Scout and with a bunch of Girl Scouts. We're diving now, sis. Then they always get, like, captured by aliens in these movies and stuff like that. And then the big monster comes and saves them. This is Destroy All Planets from 1968. Night Owls Radio. Oh! Did you hear that? Gamera, the children's friend monster, is being controlled by something on the spaceship from another planet. Gamera, he flies through the air, which is different than Godzilla. Oh yeah, Gamera's like a giant turtle. Why is a turtle, though? Why a turtle? I mean, he's fighting one of these monsters that lives in the ocean. This is Destroy All Planets. That's the name of the movie. Now he's throwing this octopus-like creature that is kind of a Weird eyes that move like a puppet. Yeah, so that's Destroy All Planets. That's going to be your movie to watch, but it still doesn't explain to me what exactly is going on with Godzilla. How is he connected to all these other creatures? Who are those women that keep singing in the Mothra movies and the Godzilla movies? 
Well, you'll have to re-listen to tonight's show to find the answer to that until next time. Because I am going to be out of here pretty soon, baby doll, crawling back into the cold white marble place as I get set to watch nothing but Godzilla movies for one straight day. Oh, wait. Let me rest my eyes from looking at the computer. Sitting here in the dark because this show can only be heard in the dark. There's also Attack of the Mushroom People. That's another one on the Godzilla franchise that I discussed with my darling, 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 Joe Flynn, when he was a guest on this show. You can hear that show in the archives with Joe Flynn, who is the Attack of the Mushroom People expert. He's the expert on all of these films. Maybe Joe can sit and watch these films, and then he can just explain to me what Godzilla is all about. Shipwrecked survivors slowly transform into some sort of mushroom. But why? Why? That's the question. What sense is there in these Godzilla movies? Is it supposed to be another big mystery that we're supposed to figure out in mankind as to what it all means? So like symbolism of Godzilla? Mankind and how it treats mankind. Poor boys. boys. I wonder where they are now. She goes and looks out of her little telescope. Even though it says Attack of the Mushroom People, this one is actually another film. Attack of the Monsters, yeah. It's one of my favorite, Attack of the Monsters. This is the one where the aliens take the two boys I was telling you about earlier. Take the two boys, and then this hammerhead monster comes, and nobody believes the sister when she tells the mother that the boys were taken by a spaceship. It's all possible, man. Looks just like the one's mother makes, doesn't it? Here's a clip from Attack of the Monsters, part of the Godzilla franchise, apparently. What is it? Be quiet. Akio, I thought I heard Gamma coming. Huh? But all the kids seem to know who Gamma is. All the kids in Japan know. Why? Remember when you were little and you used to play that you were in the spaceship? Or were we really in the spaceship? Or were 
camera must have put it out of order. It's the only one left. This is no good, then. You're right. We'll eat their brains after we fix the ship. Let's attend to it. Eat their brains. So I guess these boys in Attack of the Monsters already know all about Godzilla and his history, and he's not a myth. He's a real creature, I guess. I guess that's the point. We just know that Camera comes, apparently, and saves the children from what? I don't know. From things like space creatures and mean other planet people. Okay. Well... Whatever. Until next time, in the words of Shebees, remember, I'll be back. And you watch the Godzilla movies, every single one of them, up to the modern era, up to the modern day, and then you tell me what they're about. <laughs> Until next time, baby dolls, you have a great weekend. Don't forget to check out the Midnight Monster movie with Miss X right there on... On my page on Facebook, Night Owls Radio page. Happy Screams!